Welcome back to Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. This is Dr. G, your host, your host friend, I should say. Hopefully (laughs) you see me like that. Um, I like to have, you know, this podcast be a place where we can just connect and I can share some guidance towards healing for you all, some education, bring you some wonderful guests. And if you are returning, because we are on episode 44, I say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's really a pleasure, you know, for me to connect with you all and to hear from you um, in email and social media. I appreciate you. And if you're new, hey, welcome. <laughs> um, welcome to the family. And, you know, thank you for joining. Today, we're going to talk about Mercury Retrograde. And it is very well suited because let me tell you, I have, I think, four to five different microphone options I could do, not including just the general options on your device, but, you know, actual headsets and microphones and all that good stuff. And nothing was working. In fact, this is my third time trying to record this. Mercury retrograde, you know, um, so <laughs> we're going to talk about releasing, but we're also going to, you know, just talk a little bit about going with the flow. And I know when these things happen, that's a message for me. I need to slow down. I need to stop trying to control so much. You know, manifestation is one thing, but trying to control what spirit and the divine have in order for us, we need to step out of the way. So we're going to discuss that. And um, I'm going to give you some updates before we get into that as well. Just things that have been going on with me uh, more professionally um, on a personal level. Yeah, we'll leave that for another day. <laughs> um, but I, I will say we'll talk a little bit about enjoying life and how to do that while you're on your spiritual journey. So stay tuned. And we are going to have a, a nice episode with just you and I. And hopefully that's okay. Just us, just the two of us versus having our guest. Uh, We'll have some guests soon, but uh, sit back and let's just have a little chat. Okay, so let's start with the updates. Um, One thing, let me start with this. You, if you're not following me on Instagram, you can go to Instagram and follow me and you'll see um, some of my most recent activities. Um, I've been posting, but taking things down as, you know, periodically, I want to kind of keep it a little bit more streamlined. But anyway, um, go on over to, you know, you can look up Black Goddess Healing and it's dr underscore g underscore phd. That's Dr. G phd, dr period underscore g underscore PhD. Now it is a private account. Um, You know, I like to connect with my followers, but I do want to um, just kind of control the energy a little bit more. Um, But I say that to say, if you go over there, you'll see I did a post most recently about, you know, spirituality and uh, redefining it. You know, I have been enjoying time with my sisters, my cousins, and just family time, girls night out. I love to dance. I'm a dancer at my core. So that means I also love music. So I do enjoy time engaging with others. That chemical release, that oxytocin you get from being in the presence of just 
high vibrational people is beautiful. And so even though, you know, we talk about going within and meditating, um, all those activities are still part of my daily life, but I give myself that grace. I feel like I've done the work. Um, I'm still doing the work. I'm not finished with my journey where none of us are. Um, but I do believe that I am in divine alignment. I ground myself. I'm centered. Sometimes I do go a little off kilter and I need to go sit by the water. Um, <laughs> that happens and that's okay as well. But I feel as though, you know, we all go into these spaces of healing, you know, shadow work and trying to make sure that we heal our trauma um, and that we are really being protective over our energy as we should. But we're here for an experience. And this is my opinion. And so my experience, my soul desires for it to include connecting with others on that level. Now, on a daily basis, I very much so love being by myself. You know, my children will tell you this about me and they're kind of like that in a way, just very focused on things I enjoy, work that I'm doing, um, and also just going, being quiet and still is very important for me. Then I get to the point where I want to engage, you know, whether it's with the children, family, or with others. Um, and that's what I do. Our family has always been really big. My extended family, I'll say on my mother's side, we've always been really big about getting together. And we know what's been going on in the world that has limited that ability. And so whenever I have a chance, um, whether it's with my cousins, sisters, aunties, whoever, yeah, I'm taking them up on that offer, <laughs> okay? New friends or whoever, and I vibe with you. We connect. I love it. And so I just want to encourage you while you're on your spiritual journey, you know in your gut and your intuition if something doesn't sit well with you, if it's out of alignment, then don't do it. Um, but do what your soul wants to do. What makes your soul feel good? Do that. Okay, do that. And um, I will add that you also have to be conscious enough, not just conscious where, you know, you can spit out um, a post that you saw and you can talk about African spirituality and you're woke. Consciousness, meaning, meaning being aware of those in your space who you allow in, um, the energies that are present. And so when you are engaging or you're out in public, and of course, doing this safely, I'll say, give a disclaimer, <laughs> our most recent event, you can't tell, but it was actually outside on a patio um, that I posted. But anyway, um, yeah, so when you are connecting with other people, it's almost inevitable, inevitable that you will contact folks that may not be uh in that same space in life as you are. So therefore, you know, you protect your energy, you can remove yourself from the space, you cannot engage with those folks. Um, and you can come home and you can smudge and cleanse yourself, right, with sage. And you could do a spiritual bath, as I have been doing a lot of those recently, as I've been um, increasing my uh, going out and even just going to dinner or speaking with people, I'm doing readings or healing. I've been doing spiritual baths throughout the week. Um, I usually do some, you know, 
every day kind of a quick shower one, but now I've actually been bathing and doing my spiritual work that way, just because it's been a lot of energy around me. Um, but I feel good. So yeah, again, if my soul feels good, I'm going to do that. Remember the rules, um, are very unique and personal to us. I don't feel as though there is a book necessarily that we have to follow because you have intuition that speaks to you. And when that is speaking to you, that is your higher self that is in, you know, the spiritual realm or perhaps the ancestral realm, even speaking to you through spirit, through your head, your ori, telling you what it is that you should or should not do. And that's what I follow. And so I've been enjoying that. Um, I'll give you some other updates. Other updates are I've um, really been happy with our work, the book Trauma Treatment in Action. Again, Trauma Treatment in Action. And that book, I know that it's going to bring healing to so many um, very hands-on activities, but it's bringing healing to me in a way I didn't realize I still need it. That's why I always say it's better to say we're growing towards our healing than to focus so much on the healing itself. Because to me, it is a, it's an ongoing process. Just when you thought that wound was healed, you bump up against something that pulls the scab off. Sorry, sorry to be crass and gross, but that's true. That's what it feels like. It feels like someone um, unstitching a wound that you had thought was healed. And when that happens, it is so necessary to just allow it to be, jump into it, um, try to understand it, talk it out, talk it through. Um, because, you know, things are shown to us, whether it's through uh, events in our lives or people that we encounter, um, highlighting things for us that we maybe we were unaware of. Remember, perception is reality. So how we perceive things is our truth, but how other people perceive us is their truth as well. Sorry for my dog in the background. I have no idea what she's doing. Um, <laughs> but so when someone tells you what their truth is about you, then that is our time to not say, oh, they're just completely wrong. They have no idea. But why? Why do they perceive you that way? Um, and, and I think I have been grateful for those encounters recently um, to really allow me to look at self um, and, and to really do my own work. You know, the book has activities and things I'm recommending as a therapist, but I need to do those things myself. So, you know, I know that me, you know, writing this book on trauma, um, also including one of my close friends as author, is not by, that's not by chance, right? That is, this is, the timing of it was important for my life's journey, as I hope it is for others that um, get to enjoy that work. Um, and so, you know, I've had some wonderful speaking engagements around that. I have some upcoming speaking engagements, um, not just that one, but my other book, as well. You know, I do a lot on self-regulation and I have opportunities that are um, coming. I'll be uh, going to Vegas and Canada, actually. I will also be doing one in, I think, Tennessee. Um, where's the others? Virtually, 
Brazil, again, the UK. So it's just been really, really good. Um, busy, but good. And so I am grateful. And that's part of the reason why, you know, I haven't had much time um, to come on and to do the podcast. I wanted to just give you that update. Uh, yeah, my look, I have a, a 15 year old now. <laughs> uh, my babies are growing 10th grader, I have a sixth grader, middle school, high school. So yeah, watching them grow engaging with them more, trying to do more things, uh, walk down the street, even just to have ice cream, take them to dinner. That kind of uh, activity for me takes precedence over anything. Okay. So that's what I've been doing. What have y'all been doing? Let me know, Um, you know, contact me on Instagram or send me a email. Um, And you know where to find those, those in the show notes. And yeah, that's it. So now let's talk a little bit about Mercury retrograde. Okay, Mercury retrograde, we are entering into it as we speak. And if you're not familiar with Mercury retrograde, um, I let me just give a very, very brief um, introduction. I encourage you just to do your research, go online and research, but planets will go direct and they'll go into what we call a retrograde cycle. Uh, you know, if you talk to astronomers, they'll tell you it's, it just appears as though the planet is kind of, let's say, reverting or lagging behind um, that scientifically, or I don't know what the correct word would be in this case, but it, that's not exactly what happens. Uh, however, I say that, you know, I believe we're connected to the Astros, right? We're connected to space. Uh, We talk a lot on, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, I've spoken a lot on the impact of the moon cycles on us. Um, And a prime example would be women when they go into their menstrual cycles. And so just, I wanted to connect that to say that we are, in my belief, connected to what's occurring, you know, out, out in space in the universe. We're connected to that because we are one. And so when these planets go into retrograde cycles, there's an energy that's leading that to that. Even if it's an optical illusion, I don't know. There's a reason why um, retrogrades are a thing. And so around that energy of retrograde, think about reverting, right? Reverting, reverting back to uh, former time, uh, reverting back to former people, um, this cycle, the cycles continuing to show us the lessons that we still need to learn or to show us that we need to maybe lag behind, meaning sit back a little bit and allow things to be, release things, not to constantly try to push, push, push. Um, And we're moving too quickly. So that's when things go wrong. You know, like my microphone's not working. Um, I actually am glad that the original piece I tried to record didn't work because, you know, it just didn't flow right for me. So it was showing me that, okay, take your time and do this. Don't rush through this episode, you know, really give it some thought, write down your notes and connect with this message. And so these things occur again to just as reminders and red flags for us. Now, sometimes, you know, you can go through a retrograde cycle and things not be so bad. Uh, You know, it's, I think it's all in how you look at it. If you release your need to control, which is kind of what it's telling you to do in the first place, right? 
So if you release that need and desire to just stifle what is necessary and what is to be, then you're able to flow with this energy, just flow and coast with it a a lot better. And I encourage you all to try your best um, before, let's say you can't find your house keys or (laughs) you know, everything goes wrong on your way to work. Before all those things happen, take this time right now and look at how you can better organize your life, how you could uh, perhaps purge the things that you don't need, uh, how you could reach out to people and perhaps clear up communication that you know, may have gone awry before it turns into something that is truly dysfunctional. Maybe you need to release some relationships uh, so that you can allow others to flourish. And so this energy and the Mercury retrograde energy is really trying to teach us about that. And so try your best to go with the flow, maybe be a little bit more proactive in terms of your wellness activities, um, resting, Um, being still, and even, as I said in our update, enjoying your time, right? And not to be taking things so seriously, right? But just to enjoy your time, go with the flow. And in that, also, you know, plan ahead. Don't stress yourself out planning ahead, but just have a plan, right? Without a plan, there's disorder, there's dysfunction, And that's what we need to do during this time. Now, let's talk a little bit about the releasing piece. And I'm going to specifically focus on attachments, attachments to others and, you know, balancing that out. This is a struggle, right? You connect to someone, whether it's platonic, whether it's with family or with a lover. And, you know, we have these expectations of other people. And they have expectations of us as well. But when it becomes codependent, right, where we can't move without wondering what that person is going to think or if they're going to be there with us or what will they do, then that's when we need to reassess that relationship. Okay. If we're preoccupied with what they're doing, um, you know, for a large percentage of our day, Uh, We're preoccupied with uh, the outcome of any, you know, of our actions, our activities, and how, you know, that will impact that person. And we're perseverating over it, okay, because we should be concerned as a mother, right? I should be concerned how my actions will affect my children, absolutely. But if you're obsessively worrying and thinking about it, then you may have an unhealthy attachment. Now, when we talk about releasing, that doesn't necessarily mean releasing the person because for the most part, let's use that the children parent scenario, or maybe even you're the child and you have a parent who you love, you're not going to necessarily release that person, right? What you're releasing is the attachment that you have, the unhealthy attachment that you may have with that individual. So karmically, right, we have these connections that we bring this energy into the life, our lifetime, either from, in my belief, a past life experience, or we are also carrying things intergenerationally from 
our parents and their parents and so forth, that we have to release the karmic debt or these karmic ties, or there is a lesson we're supposed to learn with this individual and we'll continue to meet this person every lifetime, maybe in different forms until we learn this lesson. So we will see this return of relationships, whether it's returning of relationships in your current lifetime, right? Um, and the person physically is actually returning or returning of the same archetype of a person, the same type of person, just in a different body until you learn a lesson. You may have gotten rid of that, um, let's say, mate. Uh, boyfriend, girlfriend um, that wasn't healthy for you, but then here they show up, that energy shows up again in a new person. That is what Mercury retrograde is trying to unveil for us. And so you can run from it. You can say, oh, I did the work and I released it. But did you release that energy? Is that energy still persistent? Is it still very well alive? And it's going to continue to push, push, push until you Look at it face to face and say, this is the lesson I'm to learn. This is the sole lesson that I need to learn. And this is what I need to do. I can't tell you what that lesson is, right? It's very individualized. For me, you know, thinking back to connections that I will say at least one was abusive. And when I think back to that energy, you know, I realized what was unhealthy for me um, that I needed to get away from, but perhaps I didn't look at um, how that changed how I interact with other people, right? That's going to impact relationships that I have now. And if I don't address it, and if I don't um, understand what the lesson was in that, as painful as it was, I need to revisit that so I can dig out that lesson so I can move forward in my journey. And so sometimes it returns. It may return in the form of a boss who speaks to you in a manner that's triggering that reminds you of that past relationship. Okay, so um, <laughs> I am going to honor spirit because I keep getting cut off, which is quite interesting. I keep getting cut off every time I try to record. And um, I just spoke about this. So guess what? We're going to stop it right there. <laughs> I had more to say. I did. Um, but yeah, this is crazy. I am not exactly sure why I'm not able to finish. I'm actually on a different platform recording to add this last piece because I didn't want to keep you all hanging. So um, with, with that, let me just say thank you. Summarizing, releasing, going with the flow, um, unveiling your soul lessons. Sometimes we even have to release soulmates. Um, and lastly, last piece of advice I will give you is we attract likeness. Likeness attracts like. What you're trying to heal and bring forth in your life, find a way to give that to other people. And you'll see the magic, right, and how that manifestation happens, right? You want to bring someone forward, but you're ignoring and being mean to someone else. 
then that may be what you're attracting, okay? So as we're going with this flow, um, as we're reassessing relationships, karmic ties, assess how you are in, interacting with other people, how you're treating other people, so that you can then bring forth the thing that you're trying to manifest in your own life. Ashe, love you all and talk to you later. Stay tuned for another episode of Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation.